welcome to Cancer Casually. I'm your host, Lindsay DeLong, and I'm the managing editor of The Fullest. I was diagnosed with breast cancer at the age of 33 when my boyfriend found a lump and made me go get it checked out. A year and a half later, I'm now cured, healthy, and can kind of talk about it all without crying. Each week, I interview inspiring survivors who have come out on the other side of cancer or who are still battling it. We'll talk about our lives before, during, and after cancer and share what we've learned so that our listeners can look at their own lives through a new perspective, whatever that may be. Here's not just how to live with cancer, but how to be there for someone and how to cope as a co-survivor, because it's not just a disease that affects you, it affects everyone around you. With this podcast, we hope to inspire others to grasp life, no matter what comes at you, and always live it to the fullest. Hi, I'm Lindsay DeLong, and this is Cancer Casually. I'm here with my guest, Allison Burgos, who was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis in 2008, an illness which ultimately put her in a wheelchair and motivated her to change her eating habits. Today, she lives on a plant-based diet and is the co-founder of Seed Food and Wine Festival, a week-long celebration highlighting the benefits of plant-based living, wellness, and of course, wines. Thanks for coming on the show today, Allison. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. How long are you in town? Well, we just arrived uh, Saturday evening Mm -hmm. and we leave Sunday uh, next week after the festival's over. Wow. Quick. So how you, you're doing these festivals and they've actually become quite successful. How many people are you expecting? Well, yes, you know, we started uh, in Miami, which is our hometown, Mm -hmm. uh, four years ago. And that festival grew from just under 3,000 attendees in our first year to now over 9,000 attendees. Oh, my gosh. Which has been very exciting. And now this is our first trip over to the West Coast. We're partnering with uh, Nick, who's a powerhouse here in the area of um, plant-based living and vegan living. And he does an event that's been very successful for many years called Eat, Drink, Vegan. So now Mm -hmm. that's part of kind of this Seed Food and Wine Week annual event. Uh, So we'll have uh, over 11,000, 12,000 people this week, which is super exciting. Um, You know, majority of them culminating on this big Saturday event at the Rose Bowl at the uh, Brookside Golf Course. Wow, at the Rose Bowl. That can hold a lot of people. Pretty exciting, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. So tell me how you got... Um, interested in plant-based food because that's what this whole festival is about. And that's amazing that you've created something that now 12,000 people are going to be a part of. Tell me how you got interested in it. Sure, sure. So um, I came from a restaurant family. Mm -hmm. Uh, I had also been morbidly obese for 20 years and I considered myself a foodie. I loved food. It represented fun and family and socializing. And I was diagnosed, which was devastating for myself and my family. Yeah, with, ru- uh, rheumatoid with rheumatoid arthritis, arthritis yeah. and it viciously attacked my knee. And so within three or four years, I was starting to be on crutches and then finally in a wheelchair. And I was working with some of these, you know, best, best doctors at these fancy hospitals. And uh, they were giving me lots of medications, but they weren't really controlling the inflammation, mm. which is really what destroys the joint. And my wife said, you know, there's got to be a different way to look at this. So she went out and she got all these books and documentaries, uh, books like The China Study and very famous documentary, Forks Over Knives, Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. And as we started watching and reading, we learned that 
there's a different way to approach this. And so we put together a team of friends and uh, friends through the community, an acupuncturist, a Chinese herbalist, a, a yoga instructor, and I went on a 90-day rock lens. Um, it was the hardest thing I've probably ever done. Mm -hmm. um, but at that point, when you're in a wheelchair, you're willing to do anything. Yeah. And um, so in those 90 days, all I ate was raw fruits and vegetables mm -hmm. um, and just focused on trying to heal. Wow. And after those 90 days, my body was in remission for the very first time in the five years I had been sick. Wow. And so that was a real awakening, eye-opening moment. Um, I then went back to my old diet and immediately started to become sick again. And my uh, herbalist acupuncturist who really led me on this said, did you think it took you 40 years to get sick? Did you think you were going to cure yourself in 90 days? And I said, well, yes, I thought that was how it worked. And she said, no, you're going to have to eat this way the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And so for me, that was... I felt devastated by that. You yeah. know, I loved food and I thought there was only way, one way to eat food. And so that's when really the journey began, mm -hmm. um, where I started to learn that you can have this beautiful, abundant, delicious culinary life, but feed your body healthy food that can cure ailments instead of create them. Yeah. And um, so that's where that really all began. Uh, and as I learned to shop and learned to cook in a different way, as I started to eat at great restaurants uh, like Christopher's Kitchen in West Palm Beach, and there's a ton of them now. Back then, there was only, I think, a handful. Um, I learned that you could really have this amazing, delicious life connected to real food, to natural food, to whole food, to organic food. Mm -hmm. In the 90 days of that cleanse, about three weeks in, I went to the South Beach Food and Wine Festival which I love. I go to every year. I'm in the event industry. It's a great festival. I was at their burger bash and I couldn't eat anything. And all the chefs are there, Bobby Flay and Guy Fieri and Rachel Ray and all these oh, you know, cool. big celebrity chefs. And yeah. I'm like excited running around, taking pictures with them. And, and, uh, Michelle came to me, my, my partner. And she said, babe, I feel so bad. I wish there was something like this, but for plant-based healthy people, we yeah. should create that. Yeah. And so that's really, was the seed that was planted to create the festival. Uh -huh. I didn't say yes at the time, um, but about a year later, as I was learning to eat and connect to food and see how what I ate really controlled my body, my health, and how I felt, I really had kind of a moment where I said, yes, this is something that we should be sharing with other people. Yeah. So the festival is a very personal journey for my wife and I, um, and that journey still continues. You know, I've lost 50 pounds, I'm off four of my five medications, had my knee replaced and learned to walk again. But I have a long ways to go. I want to be off all medication. I want to, I want to lose another 100 pounds. Um, but, you know, if that's what the festival is, it keeps me in that conversation, um, learning every day how to not only eat clean for my health, but also for the planet. Yeah. So what I have a hard time with is I don't even know where to begin on eating healthy or, or I eat healthy, but to go towards a completely plant-based diet, I don't think I would know how, how did you teach yourself? Um, I'm a, I think I've always been somebody who's been curious and always really good at asking questions. Mm -hmm. 
And so I think that was the first step, mm -hmm. being really open to try new things, to ask questions, to learn things. Um, and it's funny, as soon as you open your mind to looking for the answers, they start coming, coming to you. So uh, I went to restaurateurs and experts in the area and I asked them for advice and support. Okay. Um, I went to cooking classes. I have always fancied myself a really good cook. And so I, I went online and started following some amazing, amazing, um, uh, chefs and cookbook authors. I mean, in the early days I started learning from, uh, people like, you know, Mary Mattern's great Chad Sarno's first book, who has, he has another book coming out, coming to the festival, um, modern love, uh, the chef there has a great book. I started studying a little bit what Matthew Kenny was doing. He does a lot of raw food programming. Yeah. Um, and so it was, it was really kind of a step-by-step -step learning process. Mm -hmm. um, I find it now much more accessible than it was even five years ago. Yeah. There are so many great opportunities and great choices in, the, in your stores. You know, I don't necessarily always need to eat some kind of, let's call it, vegan replacement food mm -hmm. because there are plenty of vegan products out there that are not necessarily healthy. What I'm looking for are things that will give me a leg up so I'm not missing something. Yeah. You know, the festival, we don't bring, you know, this isn't about a label or putting somebody in a box. Everybody has their own journey. Mm -hmm. um, there are nut cheeses out there uh, from brands like, you know, Kite Hill and Miyoko's and Follow Your Heart and Daya and that are just amazing. I don't feel like I'm missing anything at all. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to try that. Cheese, cheese was one of the hard ones for me. Yeah. You know, I got over, hard. and I'm also a big believer, you know, I'm plant-based, Michelle's plant-based, but if we're really craving something, uh -huh. we'll have it. Oh, okay. But now I can tell you if I have some cheese or, or, or anything else that's not plant-based, I usually feel it. The next day or two, I'll feel either bloated, I'll get a headache, I'll feel sore, I'll feel tired. I can feel it. Yeah. Um, but to me, it was a step-by-step -step process. I think people don't even realize how plant-based they really eat. Mm -hmm. And when you're just, you know, you just start looking at how you swap out one thing here, one thing there. What I find is people will start trying to do maybe just like a meatless Mondays. Mm -hmm. oh, and that's... they're like, oh, this is easy. And then the next thing you know, they're eating that way all week. And then they're cheating on weekends, let's say. And what I find is people will then, when their body starts to get really clean, when they eat something that's not so great, they feel it. Mm. And they, they're like, oh, I, I feel that. I, I get that. what that's doing to my body. Yeah. And again, nothing wrong with it, but becoming aware. To me, the most important conversation we have with the festival and with everything I do or everything I talk about is being conscious. Conscious to the choices we make and how transformative they can be. Um, to our health, but also to our planet, to our family, to people around us. Um, to how we look at things, to our energy levels, to all of it. Mm -hmm. So your number one advice that you would give to someone that was about to embark on a plant-based journey, would that be to get those books? Would it be to um, follow people, good cooks on Instagram, enroll in a cooking class, all those types? I, of I mean, I think it's a mixture. I think that the first step is to... Um, I believe is to always forgive yourself mm. to not, to not ever do anything that's feels so dramatic that 
it's traumatizing. So I always tell people to take one step at a time. I think there's a ton of great information out there. I do think forks over knives in the Chinese study are, are really staples in this conversation. Um, but I also think some new documentaries, I think that What the Health, which came out last year, oh, yeah. was super powerful and super informative. And those are so motivating, those documentaries. Um, I think the story for somebody who has an autoimmune disease to watch Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead, I think... Uh, Joe the Juicer, the guy from Australia, his story is really profound and really powerful. You know, he was a businessman. He was, he was a little bit overweight. He didn't eat well. He drank. And he was getting this form of, form of rheumatoid arthritis. It's a psoriatic version where you're getting psoriasis on your joints and it's very mm. painful. And again, he was being pumped full of exactly methotrexate, steroids, all the things I was being pumped full of. And a smart guy, wealthy. And he said, you know what? I'm going to look at this in a different way. I'm going to do something about it. And, you know, he, what he did was dramatic. He did a 90 day juicing cleanse, um, but completely, completely transformed him and cured him. Oh, wow. And he's still cured. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, he has, he has several movies and a book and a recipe book. And um, there are people all over the country and all over the world that have this same story where they were able to, change how they ate, how they looked at food and were able to have a transformation. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not just around, you know, autoimmune disease. There are people that have been able to go into remission with cancer, mm -hmm. um, heart disease for sure, diabetes. I mean, Forks Over Knives is so great because they take a set of people that have heart disease and uh, diabetes. And over the course of, I don't know, six to eight weeks, these people's arteries started to clear up and people went off insulin. Oh, wow. Their diabetes was completely uh, reversed. And uh, I think it really shows us the power of food and how, how we should be consciously connected to what we're eating, where our food comes from, mm -hmm. um, to who our farmers are, um, to how our grocery stores, you know, that process of how a farmer grows food and it gets to a grocery store and what the sustainability of that product is and what we're bringing back into the earth. I think that's all part of a conversation that we should all open our eyes to. Yeah. It's not about a judgment. It's not about a label. It's not about that you can never touch this again or that again or whatever, you know, it's, it's really about being conscious, you know, because this is the life that we have. We yeah. live right now, every day, like life is right now. And every day that we make a better choice, um, I think really empowers people. Mm-hmm. So when you first got diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, um, did you immediately be like, I'm going to change my, my eating habits or was it a process or what was that like being diagnosed with that? For um, you? Being diagnosed feels really hopeless mm -hmm. and scary. Mm -hmm. Um, and no, I didn't think about my diet at all. For how long? Years. Oh, wow. Okay. I was sick for three, four years. And it, it just was getting worse and worse. You know, the doctors were like, don't worry, we're going to put you on this protocol and it's going to make it better. And, and it was hard because it was already doing, it had so quickly been doing damage to my knee mm. that I was in pain all the time, you know, and they didn't want to give me a knee replacement because of my weight. And because a knee replacement only lasts 15 to 20 years. Oh, okay. And so, and I had gotten sick early on and they're like, look, we'd rather you wait so that we don't have to do a knee replacement when you're older. Yeah. And, um, 
when it just wasn't getting better, when I would go for my blood test every month and we weren't seeing the kind of improvements we anticipated and I'd gone through one set of drugs and now they were giving me another set. And every drug has a whole set of side effects. It's like, oh, we're going to put this in remission, but you're now at a very high percentage of heart disease and high blood pressure and lymphoma Mm -hmm. and all these other things. It's like, wow. It was really, I mean, my wife, my wife said, you know, and we have friends that are really, you know, health coaches and, and a lot of people had started asking me and offering me to help me. And I was like, no, no, no. And, um, really it was through the inspiration of my wife. My wife was like, Allison, this is crazy. You're in a wheelchair. This is not what we planned. Yeah. And, and I was at a point where I was like in pain every day and felt like I was losing my life and said, I'm willing to try anything. Wow. And that's when I started looking at food differently. And really my, um, Dr. Roseanne Calabrese, Partners in Healing in, in, in Cooper City, I credit her with so much because she really held my hand. Mm. She took me to Whole Foods and taught me how to shop for food. Oh, that's great. She, she, you know, she kept me on a path. She, she, she really healed me, you know. I went and I was doing acupuncture three days a week with her as well. Um, how did you find that you liked that? I love acupuncture. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Everybody should do it. Yeah. Everybody should do it. I've done it a couple times, but I need, how, how long do you do it for? I mean, consecutively. I do. Well, back then I was doing it those 90 days. I did it three days a week for the 90 days. Oh, okay. Now I've been traveling a little bit and I haven't, but I'm now that this next event, when it's over, I'll take summer off and I will go back and I'll go once a week. Yeah. And I work on different things. I work a lot on digestion. I'll work a little bit. I'm having a little bit of shoulder pain right now. Uh Um, I think stress is a real instigator of many of the sicknesses we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think st- stress is a trigger. I think it was a trigger for me in becoming sick. Yeah. And again, someone who really connects and is attuned to their body can sense that when they're stressed or when s- their body's under certain duress, that there's a, there's a reaction from the body. Yeah. So these days, how do you, how do you de-stress then? What do you like to do to de-stress and not keep your mind off of the disease and how it's made your body feel? Um, I think a couple things. I think that I have a much more open mind to, to having balance. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have, I think, I think we live in a place where everything will be great when, when this happens, when I get a raise when I get the car, when I get the job, when I get the perfect girlfriend or boyfriend, when my son does, like everything's, it's going to be great when this happens. Yeah. And I don't live that way anymore. I live that today is all we have and I'm going to have a great day every day. I, um, I don't, you know, very famous saying, but very true. I don't sweat the small stuff anymore. Uh-huh. Uh, my wife and I are blessed. We have a beautiful little boy. Oh, and, uh, our life is pretty centered around him and, um, and that joy, that joy of family, that joy of spending time with friends. Yeah. I, um, I look at, I look at work in a much different way. Mm-hmm. I love work and I'm passionate about the work that we're doing. Um, but I don't let it control me. Yeah. You know, if, if 9,000 and one people show up to the festival of 10,001 or 8,001. I'm not attached to that. Yeah. I'm attached to 
having a voice and connecting to people yeah. and sharing my journey and changing lives too and and um and spending time with my family and my friends and my son and and so my stress level has changed drastically over the past uh probably 4 or 5 years you know it's something that I've worked on yeah because you have to yeah you know I've learned that that pressure I put you know, I think today especially younger people there's this pressure this pressure to perform this pressure to to have or to reach all these uh, these unattainable things and um I think as you get older, many people have this moment where they get it, that that's not what it's about. It's yeah. not about what kind of car you drive or how big your house is or what room you stay at when you go to Aspen. Like, <laughs> it's not what matters. What really matters is is connecting and being present in yeah. your life with the people around you and serving. You know, seed is a way that I serve other people. And um, the other projects that I work on, I really are centered around serving, serving others. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where the real, the real golden, golden egg is. Yeah. And um, when people see that and catch on to that, I think it's a game changer. Yeah. I think that that is exactly everything you just said is one of the gifts that we've gotten, like being diagnosed with disease. So. I totally agree. Yeah. It's really um, great that that is something that we can look back on these diseases that we've gotten and just look at the positive from any way we can pull from them. But yeah, like take it one day at a time and, and enjoy it and, and enjoy what you have, like enjoy having two arms and, you know, like, I, I, everything you just said is amazing. I want to just keep listening to this podcast for what you just said. <laughs> well, it's hard for people that are sick. You know, for me, yeah, you know, you go through this morning. Why did this happen to me? Why did I get sick? But um, the reality is, is I've received so many gifts from being sick. And mm-hmm. I've learned so much and I've become such a different person. Um, so I have to be grateful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how many, uh, 2008 is when you, so you have about 10 years yep. with this illness. Wow, okay. So we've kind of talked about it, but what gets you through the down days? Because, I mean, we all still have it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what what, what do you do when you wake up and you're like, oh, this sucks? <laughs> well, there's a couple things. I, I, I reflect a lot on where, where I'm at. So uh-huh. am I having a bad day because I made a poor choice or I've had, you know, I didn't eat well this week. I didn't sleep well this week. Sleep's super important. No matter what, no matter how healthy or unhealthy you are, sleep is so key. Mm-hmm. But, um, so I think about when I wake up and I'm not feeling well or I'm sore, um, you know, this actually just happened to me. I'm having soreness in the shoulder, which mm-hmm. there are days that I don't have any soreness or pain at all. And so I immediately think about, well, what have I eaten? Did I make a bad choice in what, I've eat, in what I'm eating? Did I not get enough sleep? Um, I find that when I fly, the pressure causes some issues and I do end up having some pain the next day. Oh, okay. So the first thing is kind of recognizing that. Yeah. Sometimes it just happens. Bad weather, cold weather, uh, like things just happen. Yeah. Um, Paying attention to your body and knowing how it's supposed to feel and how... Yep. What you've done, that's a that's also good advice. Um, 
So once I kind of recognize that, look at that, um, I do a couple things. I have this really cool envelope when I'm not feeling well and I'm down and it's called rainy day notes. And I went through this leadership course and it was an act, it was an exercise where a group of us all wrote each other notes, these positive, inspiring notes. And then I've had some friends and my wife and my child all write little notes and it's in this envelope. Oh. So when I'm having a bad day, I can open that up and start reading those. And it automatically makes me feel like really on cloud nine. Yeah. It's just like you're getting just your, your love tank is just being filled with all this beautiful like praise and, and you get to think about that person, your relationship with those people. And, um, so sometimes I do that when I'm not having a good day, but usually I really wake up and work at, okay, what am I going to do? So mm -hmm. I'm not feeling well today. Let me make sure, let me go do, you know, maybe I'm going to go do a ginger shot or a turmeric shot, or you know what, I'm going to make sure I drink lots of water today, really, really cleanse, really, really hydrate. Maybe I'm not feeling hydrated. Yeah. And sometimes if I'm really busy and I'm not paying attention, I won't have enough water and then I'll get a little bit of headache. Let me hydrate myself. Um, and then the other thing is that, you know, I'm here. Mm -hmm. I'm here. Today's another day. I have my son. I have my wife. I have my family and not much can stop me from really connecting and celebrating that every day. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. I gotta, I gotta just do everything you tell me to do All right, because the love notes, everything that's amazing. Yeah. The love notes are cool. You know, it was, it was literally, that's, that was something that happened over summer and, um, in doing it, I didn't respect, it was like an exercise in one of these leadership workshops. They have them all over the country, lots of different kinds of, you know, and, um, during that exercise, you know, and you're, you're, you've spent time with these people, so you've gotten to know them, you know, I'm not going to say, wow, you're a great listener when you're not like these notes are kind of really personal. Mm -hmm. And, um, again, during the exercise, I didn't really get it. And nor did I think that I would go back and read the notes. I just went through the process. And, um, then you get this envelope and it has all these notes from all these people to you and you kind of start reading them and it's just these little cards. So it's only like a sentence, you know, yeah. but you start reading them and you just can't help but feel just loved. Yeah. And again, you know, I took it home and I put it in a drawer in my desk and I remember, you know, that was the summer and I remember a couple months later, I had seen it before. It's on a bottom drawer and I, I pull that drawer to grab stuff sometimes, but I'm not in there that often. I've seen it. I'm like, Oh, Oh yeah, there's those, there's those. And I just remember I was having a bad day. Gosh, this was probably, I think maybe December. Uh huh. And I remember I was just having a bad day. I was upset about something and disappointed about something. And I was really struggling with, you know, I just felt bad and I felt bad about myself and I just wasn't having a good day. And, I was like, you know what? I'm going to read those notes. And I went in there and I started reading them. And I just was, I was taken back. Like, I kind of was like, my God, I feel completely different oh. than an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel loved and I feel this energy and these people, I feel connected. And, yeah. And, um, and so I, I go to them now, you know, it's funny because... Um, my wife has done the same thing and my, you know, my wife was having a bad day recently, a couple weeks ago. And I was just like, I'm like, Hey, 
did you go to your rainy day notes? <laughs> like, you should go to your rainy day notes right now and read some. And she laughed and looked at me and and it, it, it changed everything in that moment, you know? And I think she did. She went over and popped some, popped some notes and uh, <laughs> felt some, some love. <laughs> but if I can stress to anybody, like, connection is everything. Yeah. It is, it is not a new job or a new position or how much money we make or what kind of car we drive or how many, how many, you know, widgets we collect. (laughs) Yeah. It is like what we have on this earth is this moment and this moment with every person in our lives. Yeah. And so don't judge people, be open, be compassionate, be empathetic um, but be connected. Yeah. Don't let things stand unsaid and, and don't take things, you know, I think we do a lot of taking things personally and we mm-hmm. don't need to. Yeah. Um, but those are my biggest pieces of advice. You know, don't be hard on yourself. Love yourself. Yeah. That's what's most important. Yeah. And I think yourself. we get to do that with food. I think we get to do that with how we live, how we sleep, um, our environment, the people we surround ourselves with. I think it's all part of creating uh, your best life. Yeah. As Oprah would say. <laughs> <laughs> and and so this, the festival is kind of towards, geared towards creating your best life and teaching people how to yep. live in a healthier way. I think that, you know, so this is our first, first year in LA. So we have um, three and a half events, four events technically. So we have this seed summit program, which is super fun during the day on Wednesday and Thursday, that's going to be at the Indigo. There's still some tickets and passes left. Mm-hmm. And, um, this is designed for people who are really interested in, in, in wellness and plant-based living also for content creators, entrepreneurs, bloggers, influencers. Uh, we have a, an amazing lineup of speakers that are talking and inspiring people to learn and go to the next level. So we've got talks on everything from food styling to the future of plant-based foods, to uh, how to create a plant-based family, you know, how to, how to feed your family Mm -hmm. a plant-based diet, Um, how to use your, your activism to change the world. Uh, You know, Moby's, I don't know what Moby's going to be speaking on, but I think, I think that, you know, for me, you know, I grew up in the 80s and 90s, you know, Southside's still one of my favorite songs of all time. <laughs> He's a huge fan of Moby. And to see him take his celebrity and his voice um, and use it to for good, I think is, is an amazing story. Yeah, that's huge. Um, founder of Veggie Grill, TK Palan and... Marco Borges are speaking. Marco's from 20, he's founder of 22 Days Nutrition. Uh, They're credited, you know, they partner with Beyonce and Jay-Z. And, you know, Beyonce did this big uh, plant-based Coachella diet. And uh, they have a new app out making it easier for people. Oh, that's cool. To shop and have recipes. And, you know, it's like the app to have. And what's it called? 22 Days Nutrition. Okay. The concept is you can break a habit. Yeah. In 22 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Colleen Holland from Veg News is speaking. I mean, we have a tremendous lineup, uh, lots of, uh, lots of chefs, lots of authors. Um, so that's going to be super fun. And then Wednesday night we have our fashion show. So it's an all sustainable cruelty free fashion show at the Roxy. Wow. That's a great party and it's inexpensive. You know, I think it's $25, $30 includes a drink. Um, 
beautiful craft cocktail by Jason Eisner, who's one of the best mixologists in, I think, all the land, not just L.A. <laughs> and then Friday, we have our our big grand tasting event. This is over at the the Brookside Golf, Golf Course at the Rose Bowl. So it'll be a beautiful night under the stars. I think we have 15 chefs and restaurants wow. doing delicious elevated plant-based brights. We have wines, kombuchas, craft cocktails, a culinary stage with chefs doing uh, recipes, some uh, music. So that's going to be a fun, that'll be a more intimate night, about a thousand people on Friday. And then Saturday is kind of the big day. So that's Eat, Drink, Vegan and the Seed Wellness Village. So we'll kick off in the morning with a 5K run, uh, emceed by uh, John Lewis, also known as the Badass Vegan. <sighs> and then we'll uh, do yoga and meditation. Uh, Koya Webb will be doing yoga with us. A great teacher and wellness expert here in, in the L.A. area, along with Jennifer Grace, who will be doing a meditation uh, with us and then the doors will open to the festival and the wellness area you'll find some of the cleaner foods and uh, natural foods and cleaner brands and then you also have all of the delicious comfort foods that eat drink vegan can be known for as well i think it's almost 400 wow uh restaurants products um you know everything from super cool t-shirts and uh, natural organic soy candles and jewelry to, you know, hundreds of craft beers and kombuchas and waters and juices and, and uh, wines. Um, it's just a really beautiful day where you mm -hmm. can celebrate, uh, have some, you know, I'm, I'm going to donut friends. So I'm getting a donut on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. I'm not missing that. <laughs> um, but you know what? I'll feel better if I start off with the run and some yoga in the morning. Yeah. Work off my calories beforehand. Right. Yeah, exactly. That but sounds like a ton of fun. Yeah, we're super excited. It should be a really lovely day. Um, and we're just, we're, we feel really honored and excited to be having this conversation on the other side of the country. Yeah. You know, South Florida is our home and, you know, we have the festival, but every day we work and partner with restaurants and chefs and farmers and, and health coaches and nutritionists in sharing that message and connecting people. Mm -hmm. Um. And so we're just we're excited to have the opportunity to come out here to LA and 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 have a voice and be part of, um, kind of you know, a very evolved you know, LA has a much more evolved wellness yes scene than anywhere else in the country yeah yeah so yeah. it's exciting to be over here. Well, we're happy to have you. Oh, and thank you. Thank you so much for talking to me. That My was pleasure. good tips and good life advice that oh, you gave. Thank you. <laughs> Can't wait to check out the festival. Well, yeah, please. You. Hope to see everybody starting at Seed Summit on Wednesday, but all week long. All, all week righty. Long. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs>